silly. I was like, let me put this order in so that when we're done in the hour, it can be here in the hour. Makes sense. I was filling, or not even filling. I was trying out Thai food tonight. I spent entirely too much money on food. It's very sad. Probably not, but it's probably like the most money I spend is on food because I have to eat. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, that, but I don't know. I don't think I spend a ridiculous amount of money on food. Well, yeah, like, I, but see, I say that meaning like, <clears throat> I'll I'll spend money on food and groceries though, like that's including groceries or like me ordering food. So right now, ordering Thai food and then having it delivered was like thirty dollars, and one I don't even know how much. That okay, so <laughs> here's the thing: I don't. I think I'm not sure if I really had Thai food, so I was like trying different stuff. Yeah. So I don't and I don't know how really big it is. It could be, you know how Asian food, they come in big ass containers. It could probably feed me and somebody else, you know. Or be me and then lunch for tomorrow, which would be cool. I'm trying to think what's the most I've ever spent on myself. It's been a while. Like that counted. Obviously, when you go out to a nice restaurant and you split that in half, I spent a lot on myself. But I'm just trying to think like any other time. It's probably been some years when me and my guys used to get together and do um, March Madness. We used to spend way too much money on food. And I'm pretty sure if you divide that shit up, you're like, fam, there's no reason you should have spent oh, listen, that much we, money. Me and my girl stopped going out. We was, I was like, yo, we're going to have to chill because we would be out at the bars and the restaurants all the time. It's brunch Sunday and dinner over here and we going to our little cheers bar and all type of shit. You'd be like, I know my bank account be like, bitch, stay in the house. <laughs> See, in the house. Yeah, a lot of people, you included, y'all all have to always worry about drinks. I drink water <laughs> everywhere, so I never, I never have to worry about any extra money. And but I'm self conscious about ordering water because I, in my head, I think the server thinks I'm cheap, and I'm like, no, I just drink water everywhere. Like I'm good with this water. So, but I also make sure I do like a decent tip or something like that. I'm like, no, I'm not cheap. I just I don't want to drink any. I don't, I don't want I don't want any liquid calories is what I really try to avoid because I like if you I don't drink pop at all. Uh, it's been probably 12, 10 or 12 years since I had pop, but I'll drink juice or you drink lemonade. And it's funny because me and Sarah was having this conversation. I was like, yo, how much calories does your Starbucks have? And Sarah really hit me with I only have one cup of coffee or whatever she gets. And I'm like. Yeah, that's their cup. A regular cup is eight ounces. Your cup is not eight ounces. She's like, oh, oh, yeah. And I'm like, I can't like. Uh, and you, depending on what kind of coffee. Like, yeah, are like, you getting all the good stuff? And no, she at, like, I drink straight black coffee. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm a t- that's so funny. I was just talking about that. I forgot. I think I was talking about it at work. I don't know how to make coffee the way that I would go and order coffee. So if I have coffee in the house, I just drink straight black coffee or I use my Keurig. Shout out to you. I've been using it a lot more, actually. Um, And I use my little cake cup or whatever flavor that is. That would be it. But I never tamper or add anything to it because it just never tastes right when I do it. You know, and I don't order coffee much. If I happen to be out and be like, oh, I want coffee. 
then I'll go to like a Dunkin' or a Starbucks. But that is probably dead ass like twice a year. I wonder, you know, I don't watch the Hallmark movies or the Lifetime movies, but I wonder or read the rom-com books. I accidentally read one last year and I was mad. Like, this is this is not my style. Um, do they, is there, you know how, um, there's always a sign of gesture for what the guy would do for the woman. And she's like, oh my God, he gets me. I wonder if your coffee order, because I know Sarah has sugar-free Dolce or something like that. I said, I don't know the rest of that mess. I don't know the rest. Like, yo, I if don't know. If I look up. So I remember, let me see if I can see it. I, um, one morning, it, it was like, I was tired. I was hungry. It was just not a good morning. I was like, I'm going to need some coffee or whatever. So I ordered me and I, I couldn't go to the store because y'all know I started at seven o'clock. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to order me some Dunkin' Donuts. And I'm finna see if my coffee order is still in here because it was fantastic. Okay. And I really was winging it because I'm like, I don't really know. But all of this sounds like I would like it. Right. Where is it? Where is it? I think I just passed it. Hold on. Okay. Dunkin' Donuts. Dude, because usually, when my my friend goes to Starbucks and I'd be like, give me what you get and it'd be good. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So I would get a macchiato. I'm not, I don't have a preference about milk. So I know people be like skim milk, whole milk, oat oh, milk. I don't oh, care. Yeah. They give me whole milk, toasted almond, caramel, no sugar. No. Regular, because it's a medium, regular, non-sugar. But it's not sugar. It's the sugar cane that I'll add. Yeah. And I'm like, it's amazing. It's amazing. Let me go to Dunkin'. I'm going to actually go to All right. While you're pulling that up, Sarah sent me hers. She gets iced coffee, venti, uh, ice, extra caramel drizzle, splash of heavy cream, three pumps of sugar-free vanilla syrup, no classic syrup. I can't do two pumps, three three packages. I don't know none of that, none of that. So y'all, y'all, okay, y'all go, go try her order and y'all let us know. <laughs> so okay, I'm I'm like decaf regular. I'm telling, I'm so like I don't know regular. So I would get a medium regular macchiato, right? Okay. And then I get whole milk. Then they ask you what flavor shots. So I get toasted almond. Then. Choose your flavor swirl. I would do caramel. Then choose your sweetener. Uh, oh, they must remove it. It used to have like sugarcane on here, but it's not here no more. Yeah, it's not here no more. So I guess on that last one, I just put sugar. But they used to have like sugarcane or something like that. Yeah. And I had did it one time and I had like stored it or something. I was like, oh, this is great. But even when I go to Dunkin', I don't even answer. I mean, I don't even put it in like that. I'll just be like, give me an ice latte or something. Like, I'm, I just need to pick me up. <laughs> I uh, do. I promise you. Add a shot of espresso, espresso or something. I really think I should go to somebody's doctor because I am always tired. I don't give a dang if I had eight hours, three hours. You ain't if I done. didn't work, if I did work, I'm always tired. I got me some B12 pills. They don't work. Yeah. All right. Her here's her Dunkin' order. She gets the frozen coffee, cream, no unsweetened, unsweetened flavors, none, sweetened none. So that's that's she's basic with Dunkin'. So she don't like hot coffee. She just like cold coffee. No, she she loves she prefers it. Cause the other day, like last week, uh, I recognized her cup, and I'm like, 
I thought you went to Starbucks and got your coffee. She's like, I did. I was like, what cup is this? She's like, I got hot coffee today. I want hot coffee. I was like, oh, okay. My um, my question though, do you have a go-to flavor? I noticed. Well, I noticed. I know for a fact that Sarah loves anything salted caramel. If it's ice cream, coffee, cake, do you have like a go-to flavor? Like, yo, I get this flavor in anything if it's available. Like a turtle something. I was, I was if they have like a turtle version type of, of thing, it, yeah. I'm turtle getting cheesecake, it. Turtle cheesecake, mm-hmm. turtle. Yeah, all right. Turtle something. I'm going for it. Uh, if I don't have that, then it's a caramel something. Just I don't know what my fascination is with caramel, but here we are. Just caramel is a, a it's a strong good flavor. Like it's universal. People love it. You can do some salted with it. You can put caramel with fudge. It go caramel go with some things. Caramel. My is, new favorite ice cream is the um salted caramel truffle whatever from the what you call it um hold on it's in my fridge <laughs> <laughs> Did I throw it out nope here we go um uh, nope this is not it i must say yeah but it's from private selection and mariano's i okay. guess it's their brand or something so but it's selection, the salted mariano. caramel yeah it's the salted caramel truffle vanilla something oh it's fan freaking tablets i think caramel is the black of flavors like when, we, when you i don't know if you ever noticed or this. mocha i feel like if people don't get mocha. caramel they get mocha she used to get caramel macchiato macchiato she used to get yeah she used to get that but yeah like when you was growing up and you started noticing different things you'd be like all right i think the first thing we saw was black and white and you'd be like oh you biracial all right cute blah blah then you see black and spanish and black and puerto rican you'd be like oh that worked but you saw black and asian you be like all right, if you put black with, if the black is in there and you mix it with some, <laughs> it don't really come out bad. <laughs> it's like, yo, black is a foundation. That's true. And, you know, and and then I'm like seasonal too. I actually really enjoy when it gets like the holidays because peppermint me down a drink, baby. All right, all right. All right. I like peppermint. Starbucks. Let me tell you, I inhaled a coffee from Starbucks. Whatever their holiday drink was with the peppermint, inhaled. I don't know what's larger than a grande or Fenty or whatever. I should have got the largest thing it came in because I inhaled that cup. Where do you land when it comes to uh, mint chocolate or chocolate chip? Like, that's what is mint. Like, um, I, I used to like when I was a kid, but I was like, this, no, I'd rather just have chocolate. <laughs> than not have this as an ice chip. cream or nothing like that. I actually like the little cookies, like the little mint, not cookies, little gonna, mint chocolate. I was going to say, I just thought about, I, didn't, I wasn't the ice cream person either, but. I love peppermint patties. Yes, I, <laughs> I love them. Or oh, the little ch- the ones they put on your uh, hotel pillows. Come on now, nope, all nope. right. <laughs> Real quick, because this, this struck this struck me too. Commercials that used to exist when we were younger, but no longer exist. Um, have you no- did you notice that when we were younger, there was a lot of antacid commercials. We had commercials for Pepto Bismol, Tom to Tom Toms. Rolays, my Lanta. What are you at now? Did I did our stomach? They said go we'll away? need commercials. No, nah, they said we'll need commercials. Y'all know what it is. Then I started thinking about all the acne commercials we had, and and it came to the conclusion that proactive really got oxy ten the fuck out of here. Like there used to be yes. oxy ten commercials and Stridex, and you get this little basically it was this little pad. Also, go how ahead. much live TV are you watching to watch commercials? Well, I catch it every now and then. See, it, I actually think that's another part of it too, because we are we are 
accustomed now to either watching things that's streaming mm-hmm. or watching something that's like DVR'd. So, so you telling I, me late if, night Octane is out there still commercial? I mean, it could be if they're still in business. Um, but I and I think it's based on what channels you're watching. When you watch, when you were a teen and you watch shows teen related, the commercials was teen esque. Right, at that time of the day, I'm gonna watch some Teen Nick and see <laughs> and see what come up. You ever know, Dad? Has you ever watched the? I mean, it makes sense. Like if you watch cartoons, like a cartoon channel for some reason, it's all, all games. It's, yes, the serial commercials, the game. I remember. I forgot what I was watching, but it was on like a cartoon channel, and I was like, the way they reboot these toys. I was like, y'all still got this around? Yeah. <laughs> Like this is amazing, but your commercials are based on the time side of what you're watching and what channel you watching it. All right, that explains um, Stridex and Oxy Ten. Even though I do see proactive commercials still, I guess I I guess it really I guess it must be true that the Anasis was like we don't really need y'all. We know we know that y'all we don't need commercials. We did you our still job. Still singing time to time. You gonna get some times right now. You gonna walk down the alley and be like time to time to You still do it. You're right. You're right. Um, I I'm not I was, right about everything, but it's a few things I'd be right about. I was listening to a podcast on the way here, and they was asking was it about mine? was it WCW? Okay. No, they was asking if they were talking Shameless about shameless plug. Well, y'all talking about New Year's resolutions on there, and <laughs> this guy said. He's going to do better at telling people no. And I've been fascinated with this notion because I guess because I, I lack it, I have no problem telling people no. Um, but <laughs> people feel guilty telling people no about certain things. I don't know if that's just you don't want to let people down. Or does that make you a people pleaser? But I'm like, fam, my time is important. Do not ask me to do something and uh, I'm going to feel some I type of way. I think people... Yeah, I think it's part of being a people pleaser. You don't want to upset anything. You don't want to make nobody mad. You want to be there or whatever the case may be. I think it's a multiple reasons. I know I I struggled for a little minute, especially if you like if you're somebody I truly rock with, like a real friend or family or something like that. I'm like, okay, let me see what I can do. I'm gonna figure it out. And you just be exhausting yourself ultimately. <laughs> I had to stop. Like, listen, it ain't even personal, but I, I'm not doing that. Yeah, our our time is important. And you know what? I think it should be more onus on the person asking to be open to receiving a no. Like, yo, I'm asking you, I'm asking a person to do something for me. It's fine if they say no. I think a lot of times is that person puts so much on the person they're asking to be there. Like, yo, this would be really important. Don't do all that. So just ask me if I need to be. Yo, case in point, my cousin just hit me up today. And I, I, uh, it was like two years ago, she asked me to come to, it was her birthday. And as you guys know, I don't come out the house. I don't care about a lot of things. And I, but here's <laughs> the thing I do do. If I tell you I'm going to be there, I will be there. So I say, yes, I'll be there. So I show up excited. She was excited. Not me. I don't give a damn. Um, she's like, oh my God, you came. I'm always the guy to be like, I told you I was going to come. So anyway, we kicked it, had a good time. And today she hit me up like, yo, this Cavalier you bought me is coming in handy. And like, you know, when you're on, when you have your phone in your hand and you get a, a an iMessage or a text message, the picture shows up first. So I'm seeing a bottle and I'm like, what? And I'm like, when did I buy? 
oh shit, that was two years ago. I didn't listen. I forgot. I put that on. My, I was like, oh yeah, I did. But you just cracking into that. All right, cool. And then like my cousins, and this is this is part of me. I am not a no person, but this is why I don't want to hear other people's problems. I am trying. I am a fixer, right? So when she did text me like, I need another bottle. I'm like, that's nothing. I go get you another bottle. But I'm like, uh, all right, no. But I didn't tweet it. I didn't text her that. But I'm like, if I want you want another bottle, I'll get you another bottle. It's nothing to me. Um, I don't know if that's a problem. <laughs> but if people give me their problems, which that's why I don't want to hear people's problems, I do. And me and our brother was having this conversation. I was like, and he was like, you are this type of person who's like, I don't care about your problems because I have my own problems. So I don't want to hear about yours. And I was explaining, I was like, you're half right. Because if I do hear about yours, I'll try to help you fix it and yeah. i was like i don't need to try to like that now i'm doing too much i I'm need like, to figure out my own damn problem yeah and i'm over here like all right and you got this going it's also on. a good distraction when you like you don't want to deal with your problem and somebody else got a problem you're like i'm gonna help you with yours and not think about mine for a minute see yeah but i, lo- I don't like distractions i like to be focused i know i'm saying i, tend <laughs> I know to, if i'm I going through something and i need to not think about my shit let's focus on your shit i can help you with your shit okay yeah, I, yeah, and I and I and I envy those who who can do that, and that's probably why I envy those who um to a ta- to a to a certain degree where you can put your problems off with whatever means, either helping somebody else with their problems, focusing on something else, drinking or smoking, because but the only reason I think that's cool for the moment is because I'm like, well, the reason I never did that, one of the reasons I didn't partake in all that is like, because my problems still gonna be here. So now I'm just you I'm, know. I'm um, what's it preempting? Yeah, the inevitable. My problem, <laughs> which I'm doing so much better, and I think just because um, life has just been turning around for me these last month, two, three months, and stuff like that. And I would during a day, I would be fine I, I, if it was me working or coaching or you know just staying busy, podcasting, coming up with ideas, editing, whatever. I would stay, busy. but as soon as it was time for me to go to bed, it was like all my problems or all my thoughts or all my anxiety would be sitting right there and I cannot sleep. And then the only way, this has been really bad the last couple of the only way I would be able to sleep is if I would like be high. I would like pop an edible or something mm-hmm. so that I can go to sleep so that I can't think about my thoughts. And I've, I've been breaking that so now i'm like okay no edibles no edibles you just gotta figure it out and it's it's a struggle i don't know how people do it <laughs> yeah it's also <laughs> so now i just dope up on melatonin <laughs> yeah I th- I think but i'm doing better i'm doing better it's because once you've introduced something to your body your body becomes dependent on it yeah and, like i've never introduced like i remember when i used to work at sears this one girl she was like, you don't drink and you don't drink, you like, like, you don't smoke, you don't do coffee. I'm like, no, I don't do caffeine either. Like, and then people look at me like I'm fucking unicorn. I'm like, wait, what do you do? What do you like? You I have no don't. vice is what people be confused about. Like everybody has a vice and your vice is different from their vice. Your vice is, is, could be working out or whatever the case may be. Your vice is just not the same people. Most people's vices are problematic. They got a gambling problem, a drinking problem, a yeah. smoking problem. And I like, think a lot of people don't realize that they have an addictive personality too. And I was like, I'm addicted to life. I be trying to live. <laughs> Me and Sarah was having this conversation because you you know, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, 
Powerball and now Mega is really high. And I was and I was like, yo, what would happen if we won? Blah blah. blah. And I said, I asked her if you got enough money to um, just live where you didn't have to necessarily work. You didn't have to work anymore because you just like get yeah, forty, fifty million dollars, whatever. You play it right, put some stocks, bonds, but you're good. Could you keep yourself entertained? She was honest and said no. And I was like, that's the difference between me and you. I would all, I was like, there's, I would never get bored. Not, I wouldn't get bored. I would always find something to do. And, and if, you know, I'm the type of person that, but I was, I thought like, maybe it's because when we go on vacation, I plan these things. Like I'm always thinking of like, all right, we can do this here. We can do this. We can do that. And when I am bored at home, I just go take a nap. And then I refresh and I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. let's go back and do some other. I don't. If I had won the lottery yes. and had 50 mil to live my best life and figure out what I think I would be okay with keeping myself entertained because then I can really focus on the stuff that I enjoy doing. Yeah. that I mean, like I may not ever have a nine to five, but I'm going to have a dance studio or I'm going to have this podcast network. You know what I'm saying? Like stuff It's to me, that stuff isn't work. It's what I enjoy doing. And it might still bring in income for me. It ain't, you know, probably going to be much, but I can actually not be pressured with having to be like, I have to clock into somebody's job to make it in life and just enjoy life for what it is and do what I want to do. do. You, would you ever feel pressure for being responsible for other people? Like if you have a podcast network? <laughs> the only person I give a damn about. Oh, you saying like other, like, yeah, paying my staff saying, stuff like, like the, that. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I would want to. I would want to build that to bring in revenue. Like, any, I'm bringing in to bring in money. Like, if I, me doing podcasts now, at some point, I hope to build that in. Like, to build in revenue. My current, we call him production on the show. My current production do it out the sake of just being helpful, just being here. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I feed him. Like, I can't. I probably can't afford to pay you for all your services. But I'm gonna take care of you for what I got. You know what I'm saying? And when I do, if it ever, t- if it happens to go somewhere, of course, I'm going to pay this person. If I ever blew up, I'm bringing everybody with me. Mm-hmm. I tell people that all the time. If you was in my corner, you're coming with me. If I want 50 million and I'm doing this podcasting, now I'm not, I can pay you some, how we can work this out, but I'm not going to go broke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're going to build in this revenue. This shit going to pay itself. But I wonder if people who have an addictive personality have to worry about when they come into money because if you if you if you are an alcoholic if you are um a heavy drug user is it wouldn't money become an addiction too like yeah. how how would you be if you can't curve those things or those things become problems and that's saying like you're just a fallout drunk it's just like yeah sometimes i sometimes i do indulge a little too much wouldn't that happen with money and if yeah. it does, what if that? You if have that money. Could. You be like, I got money in the bank, Shawty. What you think? I'm out here. I think my biggest drill would be vacationing. If I had money, I would be everywhere. Yeah, I I would I would do the same. Because I, I think at a, at a certain point when you have money, materials don't be well for me. I'm not gonna speak for anybody else. Materials wouldn't bring me joy. I just want to create new memories. It's yeah. Like, so that, that whole like, oh, I bought this, I bought that. I'm like, I don't care about any of that. I just want to. Like, wanna... if I got, if I got money, I'm about me a nice home. 
like reliable vehicle, not that my vehicle isn't reliable, but reliable vehicle, like those little things, you know, woo wop the bed, I'll be able to go buy myself clothes whenever I want or something like that. But for me, it would definitely be travel. I would be gone on somebody's beach. When it's cold, I'm going to be somewhere hot. Like if I want to be in the cold, it's going to be deliberate. Like I went to go ski. If I, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm traveling, I'm going to countries and continents and all over the world. I am getting out of here. They're going to be like, damn, bitch, do you stay still? No. I'm on vacation twice a month. All right, let me do, let's do this question then. You win the fifty million. Who do you tell and who don't you tell? Not telling any fucking body. <laughs> okay, so how do you keep this a secret if you have a podcast? Network? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not telling no. The only person who's gonna know is probably my mama. But you know what? You could do. Nah, because I was like, you don't want to lie. Because here's the thing: that, that lie, as far as I got this money via a grant, blah blah. I think in your situation, you never have to with the if you're doing a podcast network, you never have to tell the people who are working under you how much money you have. You can yeah. say, "Yo, I came into you know an inheritance, blah blah." I got a couple. The mil. problem is they announced that shit. You win a lottery. The whole world know you won the lottery. I think our state we can be we can be incognito. I think Illinois is not one of those states where you need to. Uh, Cause there's some states that I don't if know you, why they be want to announce to the whole or you could just say it was a winner. The, the, they don't need to know who the winner was. <laughs> no, I don't understand that mess. Heck yeah, because you're gonna be having someone followers. won the fifty million in Illinois. Yay! They be like Michelle won the whole world, and then they do that, and I feel like that just puts your life at jeopardy. I ain't gonna hold you. Uh, the easiest it says states that allow winners to claim a lottery jackpot anonymously. We are not in this list. States that allow okay, maybe we're we're not in this list either. States that allow lottery winners to create a trust or LLC to stay anonymous. But see, this is this is why nobody in Illinois wins the Powerball because it's bad <laughs> karma. <laughs> Shoot. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, man, that's nah. I wouldn't want that at all. Cause that's the big thing. You like, fam. You come into some money, money. Like, here's the thing. Here's here's what how life works. If you won fifty million, that becomes problematic for you when it comes to family and friends. If you won a couple of million, people understand that's not a lot of money. Like, yo, we bought a nice house. We put up some college fund. Leave us alone. We ain't got that much money like that. It's not that much money once you. But then you don't want to win the little one. You want to win the big one, but the big one comes with more problems. <laughs> like, yeah. Because like, one, as soon as you win, I feel like you got to move. And not because you just want to get out your neighborhood. It's because you probably need to. Okay. Law change in Illinois uh, also allow lottery winners to remain anonymous. I'm about to say, fam. I don't want nobody telling me no, no. You got to keep that quiet. Let me just win my little money. Go about my business. And my little business. <laughs> Let me be great out here. Medea's back. You excited? She came out of retirement. Yo, I, yo I'm not going to hold you. There was an article that says Tyler Perry explains why he bring him. A, I said for a check. Fuck you. It ain't no explaining. He gonna hit the. He said, um, well, people ain't been able to laugh from their belly in a while. It's like, fam, you coming out for a check? Netflix is giving you a check. And I was like, in a kind of bogus that he's basically in control of BT Plus, but Paramount Plus or Viacom is not getting this movie. Netflix is getting this movie. I was like, all right. 
So you watching it or not? No? Okay. <laughs> have you have you met me? I know. We don't even know. If us. I do watch it, it'll be like four years, five years after the shit came out. Oh, speaking of Netflix, they're raising prices again. People feel some type of again. way. Again. Yeah. Mm. You knew it wasn't going to last. It wasn't going to last. Too much like right. We done talked about chicken prices going through the roof. Like everything. Chicken is, is ridiculous. There was a nice moment where you felt like, yo, these I can go to the store and get these wings and blah, blah, blah. The only way you get some cheap wings now if they're frozen. And so you got to plan your meal. Don't be like, yeah, I want to make some wings tonight. You're like, nah, you got to make them wings on uh, two days from now. You got to let them jokers sit out and thaw out. Yeah, um, I saw somebody complain. Oh, no, this is what it was. It was Subway was introducing some new sandwiches. And somebody was said, man, Subway just need to bring back $5 footlongs. And they was like, somebody responded, was like, fam, prices inflation and that they're they can't afford to do five dollar foot loans no more i'm like no nah, they can't Not like, and they was like mcdonald prices and went up and i was i was telling my brother and sarah as uh that of course they went up because they had you know they're paying their employees more so we can't complain both ways you can't be like yo they need to be paid a living wage but uh big mac needs to still be two dollars i'm like no nah, that's that's not gonna happen you just gotta just go a little less. That's all. Uh, what I wanted to talk to you about. Oh, real quick before we go any further. Did you ever ask your um, your your family and friends about the Real Housewives of Chicago and what would they be holding? <laughs> Did anybody have any ideas? Did I ask that? <laughs> that was the last podcast before we took our break. Yes, and I was like, I remember bringing that. Uh, let me ask my my friend if I asked her that in my group chat. Hold on, because I remember I feel like I brought it up, and we was like, hmm, well, let's ponder on that. Hey, did I ever ask you guys what would the Real Housewives of Chicago would hold in their hands, like? Atlanta got <laughs> peaches. I gotta, you gotta get in there. Oh, and Potomac has champagne glasses. You have any thoughts on T.I. doing comedy? You ever been into the area of cheating? That's no man's land. Right? You don't want to do that. Like, you know, it's like to have friends and shit. Like, let me ask y'all a question. Can you be in a committed relationship and still have a friend from the opposite sex? Yes. Now, if you fucking it, don't count. The lady's like, yes, it do. It's the account. It's the account. You see how that motherfuckers ain't shit, man. Ladies cheat way better than us, so don't get into the game, okay? Because the shit is going to be fucked up for you. I did not listen to it. Was he any good? No. Um, it was a little rough around the edges. And I, uh, to my thing is, T.I. can be funny. And stand-up is a different type of animal. But my thing is, if T.I. was that hell-bent on letting people know or showing people that he's funny, he had a podcast. He could have been funny there every damn day. Like he had, much, he doesn't have in the oh no, that shit got kind of pushed off when all like, these accusations yeah, came up, right? Yeah, expeditiously. I haven't seen no mm-hmm. new episodes of it. So you're right, you're right. I'm like, 
why do you and he just made this last week he did this video about how nobody is seeing him in music even though he don't do music anymore he's like you need kanye jay-z Nas, push a t to come see oh, me i did see that and i'm like so then we doing comedy all right listen he man. wanted to try something different what you think about um and I, I guess you you won't know this unless you you meet somebody and then uh, look back at their pictures. But what do you think about men, for instance, T.I. and at one point Usher, Usher now rocking like a flat top, rocking a low cut Caesar fade waves and then all of a sudden go get baby dreads in, in, in braids? Yeah, what? no, I don't like it. At the 40. I don't like it Because T.I. rocking it now. I don't like, like it. Okay. Got thought. All right. Just I don't like it at all. Did you get a chance to listen to the baby's new song called Sneaky Link? Nope. Mm-mm. Is it good? No. And um, I don't know if you, you, you've you added Sneaky Link into your vocabulary, but it's basically a relationship that's <laughs> on the on the down low. On the low? Yeah. It's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which got me to thinking, and I asked the group about classic songs about infidelity. Do you have any? Let me see what, what I put in here. Um, I put in Whitney Houston saving all my love. The first one that come to mind is Whitney Houston. If I'm being honest, Osley Brothers. Because when I realized what she was talking about, yeah. I was like, "Ma'am, what's the song called?" The morning after. What is? Because remember Kelly Price. We lay. Yeah, that's what it is. As we like, because Kelly Price mm, remade it. That is the other song that come yeah. to mind. Yes, and that's funny too because you. I don't want to say you forget what it's about, but she just sings it. Yeah. so well that you'll be thoroughly into the song like jamming out and you'll be like this bitch ain't shit but this song the way she sang and performed this is amazing yeah that's what i think about ozzy brothers footsteps in the dark um in two may a lot of people don't know you me him and her you probably heard the sample uh r kelly down low obviously carl thomas i wish mario wine is i don't want to know tlc's creep uh, Javonna put up mm-hmm, John mm-hmm, Doe mm-hmm. by public announcement. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, John Doe. That's she, my listen, old. That is my old school jam right there. She said it's my favorite cheating song because it shows how hard it was to cheat before cell phones. Their friends had to call them to schedule their mm. se- sneaky mm. sessions. Yes, yes. John Doe was a thing. Could you imagine? Could you? Yo, call such and such up and tell them. You really, we you know what? Out tonight. The fact that we're doing, they're doing Catfish UK, and I still don't understand how Catfish can be a thing now. I really yeah, want to talk to the people who were really living this life in the seventies and eighties, and nineties. You know, before the cell phones hit. Like, what? what I want to hear those stories. What did you have to do? How did you have to sneak around? What was going on? Did you ever like? You right, but I just think it was. I don't know. I think it was different. Like. These people had whole lives across town. <laughs> across town. This man GPS got three kids. Listen, I couldn't find, like, he had three kids over here on the south side, four kids on the west side, both with, like, how are you making this happen? You you make time for the things that are important to you. <laughs> and it was important to have all these side women's. Uh, Amar says, Blackavelli. Uh, what else? Biggie, I got a story to tell. That's true. And Sharita said, Smokey Robinson, Agony, Agony and Ecstasy. And Sharita also said, Escape My Little Secret. You're my lips. Come now, on now. Here's yes. my question. Who were these songs for? 
what I mean, what I mean is, all right, the artists, if they were living their life, Usher's whole confessions <laughs> album, right? <laughs> if they were living their life, they wanted to be like, listen, I want to be honest with my fans and give them this slice. But the song slapped so hard that it made me think: Do the people who cheat? Did they have a playlist? Did they put this on? Well, no, no, really, they couldn't unless both people were in on it. Because a lot of the men were telling the women, you know, they were the only ones, even though they were non-consensual or monogamous. <laughs> that we, the phrase we coined last week. So they couldn't even <laughs> like. What do you do with these songs? And some of them were really good. <laughs> some of these real songs. I mean, like. And it's crazy because I feel like you don't realize what you're singing. It's the melody, the beat, the the production, everything. You be like in it when you really sit down and listen to a song. You be like, "Yo, just like the sex songs growing up. We used to jam out to the Jodeci's and the H Towns and all them freaky ass silk songs, not knowing a damn thing about what they were talking about. Oh yeah, yeah. like (laughs) you just be jamming, not thinking about it, and then. Then you have to think about it. Yeah, but at least with those songs. You and the cheating songs are always hits. You can't never have a happy ass song be a hit, right? Like songs about being like, I love you and this is great. Uh, and boo, what boo, about boo. Like, that's cute. That's cute. Shanice, I like your smile. That was a bubblegum hit. I like that's because everybody like it was catchy. It was a catchy song. Just like, cause I'm happy. It's catchy. Candy Rain. You don't like it because of what the song is about. It's just catchy. But all the cheating songs, that being people top 10. Yo, we don't, we, we, um, we love Everybody's favorite Usher album is Confessions. Why? Why? Here's a why. Listen, it's, if we're going to keep it a buck, it's because the album is full of hits. Not every song is about cheating. Like, uh, Can You Handle It and Superstar are my two favorite off that album. And ain't got nothing. To be honest, Confession to 8701 is one big-ass album to me. Oh, you put you putting them together? 8701 is dope. Yeah, listen. But nobody ever, not that nobody said, but everybody's first mind goes to Confession. Yeah, And I think because all those songs was like back-to-back-to-back-to-back-to-back that you don't even realize sometimes that they're just two separate albums. But 8701 was cold and Confession was cold. First of all, shout out to Usher. And I'm so mad I didn't go to his residency. And I'm hoping he go back on tour because I want to see him at concert. Yeah, Bruno Mars is about to... Bruno Mars and Travis. Not Travis. Anderson Park. I was going to say, who? Yeah, they going... They finna do their Vegas residency. And then... What's the old girl name? Adele just postponed hers. My question, though, as... Is Adele giving, Adele giving me a show? Is really my question. Adele is a no shades. I sing. know she can sing. She's yeah, a stand there I just sing. can't. I'm, and I, I'm I need more than that. Three hundred dollars for this. A lot of people, I don't want to say they're right or wrong. They are steadfast Some. in their opinion about the best music comes from pain, right? And I think that I think we think this be, or we have this notion because when you hear something in pain, it's it's way um we're hardwired as humans, right? Because we're still animals, right? Where something bad you remember something bad happening to you a lot more than you remember something good happening to you, because I guess when you're in the forest or when back in nature. You had to keep that in your head just in case it don't happen again. So you remember the pain more 
Therefore, the song that help you with the pain connects harder, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not here to argue that part. My thing is, we say the artist was in pain. The producer is not in pain. The producer, like you, the Timberlands, the Pharrells, they sit there and make beats constantly. It is the songwriters and the singers who be like, mm-hmm. oh, I could put pain to this. At least offensive. <laughs> like, but we don't take it. So wait, the producer was never in pain. Most part, because when you do it, like when what's Kanye say? Three straight beats, three summers, you know, where he was making beats. Also, he wasn't in pain. He was hungry. And most producers are hungry. Like I got one of these got to go. Why we never take that into account? When we talk about these pain songs, we just be like, nah, man. Because you get the beat first and then you make the song to the beat. I know, but we 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 the, we always like, yo, she was going through it. Usher was going through it. She, you know, blah, blah. Beyonce was going through it. The producer wasn't. Like, the producer was not going through it. <laughs> the producer's I, like, this go well together. Yeah. Yes. The producer's like, look, I gave you something. You hey, hey, come up with something to it. Cause I bet you if we took the instrumentals to the best pain songs. They probably make good make love songs too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's the same tempo. I'm sure I would. And why we never like shout out our make love songs <laughs> the way we shout out the, the like our sex playlist. We don't be like yo. We don't. We never argue the best like songs now come from sex. Sex play. The sex playlist is dominated by R. Kelly, and people don't want to talk well, about for it. our age. If you were yeah. in 2000, is R. Kelly really on your playlist? That would be like our play, our sex playlist had a bunch of Marvin Gaye. I mean, it had some, but it wasn't heavy with the Marvin Gaye. What does the kids listen to for sex? They got sex music. Party the baby. Like I'm, I'm not gonna even hold you. They like they probably really. When is the last time you heard a good love making song? Today, I was on. By who? Aunt Clemens. He did it. He did. I've heard of Aunt Clemens, but he did um, an EP called Foreplay. And it's only four songs. And the last song is called Come With Me. And it's spelled the correct way. But I know what he's talking about. Joker, Joker was kind of smooth. <laughs> it was kind of okay. smooth. Um, but then, no, there's um, Be My Fiasco. Dropped an album last year. It's about se- What's that song that's about You know, I, I asked the wrong person because you be thoroughly listening and ha- getting yo, into your music. Yeah. I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, man, I was, I was the go-to. I had one woman always hit me up. To be like, what's the new hip hop? And I had another woman hit me up, like, yo, what new RB should I be listening to? I was like, oh, I, I miss those days when people used to, like, you know, value my little opinion. I mean, people still do because they listen to Studio Flow, but it's not the same when you come straight to me. Uh, <laughs> I hate this because uh, I forgot what the name Be My Fiasco. She's from Texas, I believe. Texas. I don't, I don't go know. looking for music, so I got to do better. And then a song that you be really jamming to when you listen to it, you be like, this is disrespectful. You was talking hella shit. It don't even be like love making. The tempo sound like it should be. The vibe be like, yes. But then you listen to the words and you be like, bitch, don't cheat on me. What? Like, you just be so off. Like, I think it's um, you and My I. food is getting here way earlier than expected. Oh, expect yeah. It. it definitely said 55 minutes. It has been 45 minutes. What they already said your food is on the way arriving they like around is anybody upstairs to, uh to get it? i mean not upstairs but <laughs> anybody can answer the door no i'm gonna have to run up there real quick can i get it okay let me just go up here huh? well i can still hear you but you might not yeah, go ahead. 
All right, I'll I'll play a little bit of You and I by B. My Fiasco. Yes. people who don't give you silverware uh-huh to give you silverware i wish i wish uh we need to get a list of independent people that's that's what our sleepers could be yeah people who are not really signs that we ain't really got a oh, word that's true well that was our bomb uh section well bringing our music back yeah kinda. it was like we're playing all sorts of new stuff um while we're on this r&b tip wait who says that anymore i'm old uh neo <laughs> neo had a few words about r&b he's Bob, uh, he had a humbling moment. Uh, well, what was his humbling moment? He took his hat he off. He was at the airport. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he was at the airport, and the person, I guess, next to him, realized who he was. Okay, and he looked at them, was like, "Don't scream," and they was like, "Why would I?" All right, so <laughs> so Neo was uh, he he hosted the Urban One Honors, the soundtrack of Black America that was that aired on MOK day which is monday and they were asking him about why do you think r&b music has changed i just want to ask oftentimes you say if it's not 90s r&b love i don't want it mm-hmm. and you know a lot and you know with love going on right now there's you know a lot of, there's a lot of problems with people getting married right now or staying married so what do you think about the current state of love and r&b do you think r&b the lack of maybe r&b is um maybe adding to that problem would you say i i I don't think that it's a secret to anybody that you know r&b music definitely has gone through an era where it was a lot harsher than than we all remember you know uh uh uh, i love you became uh you my bitch or something like that and it's like okay all right um you know if you you, we gonna move with the times and, and whatever but at the same time Love is not a trend or a fad. It's not something that's that's supposed to go out of style. That's like saying water is out of style. Nah, you need it to live. Is there anybody to blame? Do you first, first of all, do you agree with uh Neo? I, I do. I guess that I, can I, say I, I love do. you became um, my bit you my bitch. <laughs> I do think that it's just not so soft and sweet and sentimental no more. Like everybody wanna be tough and hard. Everybody's scared to get their feelings hurt or want to be vulnerable and all that other stuff. So I agree, but I also think that men, men mostly get, um, get 
the blame for the lack of vulnerability in music. Even though there are probably just as many women or closer to it who echo the same sentiments as far as I don't want to I don't want to catch feelings. I don't want to be hurt. You know, I'm tired of, you know, putting my heart out there, too. So if both people are doing and plus who listening to this music, is is there a generation of of young men and young women who was just like, I don't never heard no lovey dovey shit. When I came up, there was everything was hard. We never had none. <laughs> I feel like it was like people took it as like sign of being soft or you didn't witness it in your real life. So you're like, don't nobody love like that. I don't never nobody who love. And so this is their thoughts on it. And then you realize, oh, a lot of people feel like this. And so it became a thing. I don't know. I mean, this well, this past generation, I'm just trying to think of like just from the men's side of R and B, right? If you were if you are late teens, early twenties in the past five or six years, you've had Bryson Tiller, you've had Tory Lanez, you've had Chris Brown, you've had some Trey, some of the worst, Trey's worst albums, um, and Drake. Is there anybody we're missing that's been on that stage where they're like where they would have heard from this singing from a guy? Now, there's been tons of women in this vulnerability from the Scissors, the LMAs, the Janays. Um, who else is out here singing? <laughs> who else is out here singing? Just, this, just the young women. Well, now you got Chloe and Haley. You also got Van and Jess. Yeah, but Chloe out here. I know. You know. Yeah, so, I mean, let's see. <laughs> but he's going to be like, oh, the dudes, but Chloe out here. Maybe love ain't maybe love love ain't cool no more. Maybe it's not cool to love, and and society's gonna have to do a job to fix that. Because I I don't know if you can bring it back around. If I'm being honest, I you know why? Because I think the people who are in love are all old, and that's not cool to young people. Mm -hmm. They like Jay Z Mm -hmm. and Beyonce. That nigga fifty. Like he old. But I don't, but I also don't trust everybody wants that relationship goes. Yeah. But I also don't trust young people that are married. Cause you feel like, Oh, that's not going to last. Y'all, y'all don't know any better yet. Blah, blah. Why was, wait, all right, let's do this then. Why was love cool when we were young? Why, or why do we perceive love as being cool? I just think we, like, we grew up in the R and B world per se. I just think like the rap or the hip hop of it all kind of took over. But like we grew up with listening to the the Marvin Gates and the out like the Teddy Pender, you know, like the I love yeah, you yeah. people. So they the artists that we had still was a part of that, still wanted that appreciation. And then I think like hip hop art rap took over and then it became the thing. Cause I mean, even now you can't get off too much with like the Ja Rule kind of music. The love rap. Is there? Let's see. 50 made that shit sound like it was trash. Nobody want to do that. Nobody want to do. Um, Where does the lack of singers coming from church fall into this? Okay. Okay. Because I mean. I don't know. Is anybody singing? Because I mean, listen, I love SZA, but she ain't singing. SZA is not out here singing. She's singing. And I know it's a little hard to understand yeah, what she says sometimes. Yeah, but I think people but... feel like. I feel like the people from the church don't get to 
give you that. Like you, they kind of get boxed. Not, not even just saying gospel, but like church voice is a certain kind of voice. Like the Fantasias and the J Huds, like they out there, but they don't, they don't get to be Beyonce's. So who's the last one? <laughs> I'm trying to figure out who's the last singer to come from church. Uh, it's been a while. Was be is Beyonce Fantasia? I guess will be the last, right? Because Beyonce and Kelly Price predate her. Jay Hud, is she after before Fantasia? Jennifer's before, I believe, because Fantasia won. Jennifer got eliminated, and I think Jennifer got oh, eliminated right, right, beforehand right. on American Idol. Ah, they don't sing in church no more. All right, I mean, so we don't get no strong singers. Like that's I mean that's what you you need that emotion. And I think that's I what brings love like back. You know, yeah. You gotta you got somebody gotta I feel, feel like it. Jay, I mean what well, Jasmine Sullivan had to be in somebody's church singer. That's true. Jasmine Sullivan. Let me see. Did she start off in church? Uh Don and Pam. Her mother is a former backup singer for Philadelphia International Records. When she was five years old, her father landed a position about blah, Sullivan in 2005. Where'd she even get? Oh, she went to, she went to Philadelphia High School for Creative and Performing Arts and uh, she was a vocal music major. Oh, no, no. Sullivan began singing it as a contralto. Control, control. It's alto, but it's contralto in the children's choir and later in the adult choir. And uh, Sullivan's exposure yeah, to, me. to secular, secular music was limited. Yeah. And she had one of the best albums last year. Because she could sing, even if it's about sitting on some dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> let's end with uh, Nick Cannon, who he was discussing that he has uh, some body issues. You didn't see any of this? I wanted to get your thoughts on Nick Cannon. Where's Nick Cannon at? Body issues. Nick Cannon got good body. He be working out and stuff. He do, but he still says um he's uh he has he's he's self conscious about it. Nick Cannon body issues. Uh, let's see. Nick Cannon says he suffers from body image issues that have impacted his sex life. Quote, I definitely have an insecurity when it comes to... Sir! Affecting your sex life. I definitely have an insecurity when it comes to being intimate. He said, I will tell you off top, I definitely have an insecurity when it comes to being intimate. He continued, I've been skinny all my life, therefore I've never liked to be completely naked. It's usually like I hide under the covers as much as I boast about being in shape. Um, when Michaels explained that he is, I forgot who was who was who was on who he's talking to, but Nick said women don't think about that. That's when we are at our most vulnerable when we're making love. Women do think about that though, unless he means women don't think about it about men. In a guy stand, yeah, I'm gonna say in a guy stand point of view, but, but here's say I don't. Sex is so natural that we sometimes tend to overthink the act because there have been moments where I look at a woman like, why are you not getting completely naked? Why do you, why? Um, Cause I don't, I don't know what it is. It's just like you, 
from the outside looking in, it almost comes across as the woman could or, or man could have issues about their body. But at the one point where we are about to become one and, and, and do this act or whatever, why it almost makes it think like you think I would have an issue with it as well. You know, like, oh, like, could you imagine if you was like getting naked and somebody's like, family, if you don't keep that shirt on, this ain't happening. Like, that would be some wild shit to tell a person. Like, you should know my body type by now, right? Yeah, but, but people still apprehensive, like, I can't get completely yeah. naked. And you'd be like, but we're about to have, like, what are we doing here? This is not a public pool. And you're like, yo, this uh, that person got an A-pack. I ain't finna take my shirt off. And everybody, like, this is us. Like, together. Yeah. We're all in this together. I don't, and it's such a, it's, I mean, in, to that point, sex is a trusting act. It is wild that we don't think of that way. I'm like, fam, you are you are putting yourself in her mouth and trusting that this woman is not gonna like bite this shit off. Oh no, people don't think about that with sex. What? It's just like, yo, we just doing something. I'm like, fam, you are trusting her. She is trusting you to like not take it too far. You know, if sex is like rolling over (laughs) now. Sex. Every time, thought, every trusting. time, every time you say yeah, that, please. I think about, I think about. It was early Twitter. Somebody, and this was, I think somebody was quoting a tweet, and that quote was quoting somebody of like, "Yo, I sucked his dick, and you know, uh, I rolled him. I, he fucked me my ass, blah blah. But I ain't kissed the nigga. He ain't my man. Like, it, like that's like that's when Make you say it that. Make sense. <laughs> it's just like, it, uh, kissing is another thing too, because kissing goes from like when you're younger. To that thing, like, oh man, I got a kiss. To like, fam, we ain't kissing. You ain't my man. You ain't my girl. Like, fam, we are not kids. What are you? This, you taking it too far? And you know what's weird about that? I think that only exists because of escorts. That is a rule. Like, fam, you are paying oh, for a service. You, yeah. we, are, we do not kiss. And our dudes took that and be like, sure, you are getting the service. We are not kissing. I don't want you to catch any feelings because I kissed you. <laughs> why does feelings relate to kissing but not to sexing people dumb if y'all got anything from this podcast today people talk dumb <laughs> we started off with money talking and how they probably would like spend all their monies but people are dumb because you're right <laughs> that doesn't make any sense the fact that you would be like damn I like her or not but if I, if I kiss her she gonna think we go together <laughs> Didn't your mom tell you something like sex could lead to dating? Like, what what, what are we doing, guys? Um, Before we go, I asked the group chat oh. about what the real housewives will hold. And I was like, did I ask y'all this? They was like, yeah. I said, what did we say? And of course, we cracked all the jokes about it. Okay. They said we were between digital wind effects, like the, yeah, yeah. the Windy yeah. Um, A glass of whiskey. Don't know why we did that, but here we go. The skyline. <laughs> The bean, okay, or the hood, and that's like a piece of puff and a three piece wing. I don't know what you want. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of television. Uh, right now, I'm currently watching The Book of Boba Fett, which is I right. Peacemaker is wow. That's just that. Well, Book of Boba Fett's on Disney Plus, and that's Star Wars. Peacemaker is DC with John Cena. That show was crazy. That is a. I like the fact that DC comic books can just do rated R, and just be 
cursing and, and vulgar and whatever. And it's just like, all right, this works. I know Batman ain't never going to show up here, but this is cool. I did finish one of my favorite shows of the year so far. The show came out, uh, Yellow Jackets. That comes on Showtime. Um, really interesting. I feel, what ended up happening, one of our, Ashley, I believe, she was like, is anybody watching it? And I had heard about, about the show. I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah, she said, yeah, Ashley. She said, has anyone checked out Yellow Jackets? And I was like, yo, it's on my queue. I went through the first season in about three or four days. It was really good. Okay. And um, I don't want to spoil anything, just nostalgia, because it, it takes place in the past, in the present. In the past is 1996, which is like, oh, I remember that year. I was 14. I was right. going into freshman uh, in high school. Music, everything. But it's two mysteries. Really good. And it's one of those shows that I wish we were watching week by week, because it's a show that is a mystery, so each quest, each episode answers some questions and then gives you more questions to be like, what is going on? Uh, I want to watch. I want to watch Stations Eleven, uh, but I'm been I've been apprehensive about watching TV shows that I read the book. I still never wa- re- watched Lovecraft Country, and I read that I read that book. I read Stations Eleven a few years ago. It was a good book, and I'm like, oh, they're gonna do it. I probably could, because I was like, you don't remember every key detail. It's not that close. <laughs> it's not that serious. Um, is there anything else I'm watching? Gotta think. I did. I did finish Uncut Gems. I have not finished. Uh, I have haven't started Encanto. Oh, you know what I watched? I, I haven't watched. started Encanto. I watched Hotel Transylvania last night, though. We ain't gonna play about Hotel Transylvania. I watched Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. I thought it was okay. I thought that I don't even know what that is. It, it's based on it's based loosely based on the book that I loved as a kid. But instead of being an anthology of just like here are these stories and we're gonna you know each each section you know each story gets a little bit. They tried to well one they said in the sixties because that way you get rid of cell phones and it was a uh, instead of it being individual stories it was about some girl who was tortured. And she was writing the stories, and now the stories are coming to alive, coming back alive, and stuff like that. It was interesting, but I feel like, man, y'all could have did an anthology. Y'all could have bodied this. All okay. right, and I think that is it for television. I don't know if I have anything else. Um, we got wild card football. I mean, that is it. Wild card? No, that was last week is divisional playoff this week. All right, that is the episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. You can tweet me at one and only. You can tweet Shell. And sexy shell, you can follow me on Instagram. You can follow me on the Snappy Chat at I Miz with the Z Shell. Make sure you follow the website, 1515F. Check it out the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. Until next time, guys. I say peace, she says. Bye.